0: If you love where you live and love to help travelers, sign up now to be a Circa Concierge. Help out our users and earn tips for the knowledge you have about your own city or country. Head over to circatravel.com forward slash concierge and sign up today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. Don't feel you need to answer any of these. That's all in good faith and good fun.
1: (laughs) I accept
2: your white guilt. Oh
1: my
0: God.
2: A destination isn't always a place. Sometimes it's a new way of seeing things.
0: I'm Neil Innes. And I'm Andres Bartos. From Frequency Machine, this is Passport.
2: Your ticket to everywhere.
0: Hi, fellow alarmists. Thanks so much for listening to our very special
2: Feed Swap. This month, Passport is dropping a series of shows themed around conspiracy. How about UFOs in Peru? Art theft and an unlikely friendship in Amsterdam. Brain uploading in Silicon Valley. And corruption in a place called The World in Dubai.
0: If you like what you hear today, be sure to go and subscribe to Passport anywhere you get your podcasts.
2: You can visit us at FrequencyMachine.com, and we're on social media, at Passport Podcast.
0: Alarmist fans, enjoy this episode of Passport. There are things we think we know about places, but history, prejudice, stereotypes, and the viral nature of 24-hour news and social media has made common knowledge about faraway places even more twisted than ever.
2: Today on Passport, we try and clear up some of the outright lies of an entire nation by doing what we do best, having a chat with someone who actually knows what they're talking about. And today on MisinfoNation, we're going to one of the most misunderstood countries on earth, Iran.
0: world perception of Iran is incredibly narrow. It's blunt. It's black and white. Thoughts of it are constantly clouded with news of soured nuclear deals, recent conflict with the West, anti-American speeches, crowds chanting death to America, drone strikes, assassinations.
2: Iran seems to have been tainted in Western media for as long as the West can remember. We here at Passport have many Iranian friends and have always found them to be total demolition experts when it comes to destroying the outside views of their home country. But no one more so than Sohail Janasari.
0: A political scientist, comic book fan, Twitter addict, friend, and all-around genius when it comes to matters in Iran or pretty much anywhere in the world.
2: We sat down with him in Barcelona to throw every myth Stereotype an allegation he's already herded him to see if we can get to the bottom of the world's skewed view of Iran. But what does he think we're going to ask him?
0: Tell us what you think we're gonna talk to you about. Yeah, what are we Oldest gonna do? Oh, the
1: subjects that I have to that I have to Tell he us what's on that magic paper. list. Yeah. Okay. So, the Jews? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I ranked this. Oh wow! <laughs> number one, right in the there. Jews. <laughs> uh,
0: number two, the Jews. <laughs> um, weirdly, I did not put it on the list.
1: I have Jewish friends. I'm not racist. So, he's, he's
2: in the room with one of them right now. <laughs> 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 Just got like unjued by this Iranian um, fellow.
1: Then it's about the U.S. embassy or relationship with the U.S. Yeah. Sure. Arab ethnicity and Arabic language. It's a much more elegant way of putting it. Um, let's say the queer experience in Iran or Ooh. homosexuality or LGBTQIA, I just say queer. The political system, <laughs> democracy, Islamic Republic, theocracy, whatever. Yeah. Nukes.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> like it just n- <laughs> is that the name of the episode <laughs> Nukes and Jews? <laughs> So both of those words have question marks after
1: them. <laughs> so, um, nukes. Question the mark. next one has next this has an one doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And camels and flying carpets.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's been nice having you on Passport. <laughs> Everything's covered.
0: So, uh, everyone fly to Iran. It's a beautiful place.
2: <laughs> yeah, wow. That was a 10. Oh, great.
1: Tell us where you were born. In Iran. I was born in Ahwas. Ahwas is the biggest city in the southwestern part of Iran. I looked up the city. It's... It's fucking amazing looking. Is it? Are you mixing it with the other city I lived in? Ooh. With Isfahan? Because... I am. Probably...
2: Ooh. Okay, so... so <laughs> we
0: we're setting a precedent early on here. The first piece of research we did to find out about Suhel's Iran, I got wrong. This is gonna happen.
1: A lot. When I was twelve years old we moved to Isfahan. Or Isfahan okay. in Persia. Which Esfahan. is
0: incredibly beautiful. Oh nice. <laughs> yes, nice. <take>. nice. <laughs> yeah, what's uh Isfahan known for, apart from yourself? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Famous on Twitter. Um,
1: Isfahan is a historical and cultural city, the cultural capital of the Islamic world a few years ago. Yeah, it's lame. (laughs) Um, Sounds good. It used to be the capital when Iran was from India to Syria. What? 500 years ago. I mean, Iran has been great. Before (laughs) make Iran great again, I'm going to just throw that in.
2: (laughs) Wow, we're straight in.
1: So hail 2020,
2: president. Iran was great.
0: You see, Iran was once great. It was massive. Around 500 BC, at its peak, the Persian Empire was 5.5 million square kilometers. That's bigger than India. In fact, it once stretched almost from China all the way to the Mediterranean Sea. And at the time, it was the biggest empire the world had ever known.
2: This Great Period was followed by a takeover by Alexander the Great. And after that came the Parthian Dynasty, then the Sasanian Dynasty until 661 AD. In the 7th century, the Arabs conquered Iran and so did Islam. The Turks and Mongols had a go at the Persian Empire too. But soon, local dynasties took power and continued to rule right up until the end of the 1970s, when the Pahlavi dynasty was overthrown. The king fled and Islamic religious leader Ayatollah Khomeini became leader of the Theocratic Republic between 1979 and 1989. Ayatollah Khomeini still rules today, with more power than even the president.
0: And that's pretty intimidating. So armed with our incredibly offensive, stereotypical questions, we walked right into one of the most ridiculous misconceptions about Iran.
1: Iranians are Arabs. We aren't. Um, Iran has maybe like 2 million or 3 million Arabs. I'm not sure again. Of a population of? 80-something million. 80 million. 80 inside the country, and there are like 2 to 4 million Iranians outside. So Persians take offense? Um, I don't care. Like, I don't see color. (laughs) um, So the modern Iranian nationalism, which is Persian nationalism, started like maybe 100, 150 years ago. And that Iranian nationalism, which is like that Persian nationalism, is built against most of the ethnicities of Iran, like Arabs, Turks, Baluchis, others, but... Um, the one against Arabs is more forceful. It's basically there's a great book was published last year, and it talks about how this weird nationalism, Iranian nationalism, imagined Iranians as this lost tribe of Europeans oh, <laughs> wow. that we were like we should be Europeans. We we belong there, but we are here surrounded by barbarians.
2: So you you're like the <laughs> Argentinians of the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but like uh, that weird thing it's just we're so, we're so
1: right. fucked already. I,
2: I, <laughs> I knew when we walked I in mean, here this was going to This come is going to be so bad. <laughs> I'm going to lose my job. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who haven't realized yet This is really complicated. I mean, in a country which speaks more than 10 languages, including Persian, Azerbaijani, Kurdish, Gilaki, and Masandarani, Luri, Arabic, Balochi, Tati, Talish, Armenian, Georgian, and many, many more dialects, there's just one question. For people who have no idea, how do you
1: describe being Persian? I don't like that uh, description of Persian because. What are you, Sahel? Instead of. I'm just. You can't just be a star. (laughs) On Twitter, Like diamonds in the sky. (laughs) It's like describing Spanish people who are not Catalans or Galicians or Basques as Castilian. Ooh, nice. Gotcha. All right. That's a very nice way of putting it. Saying Persian is just like that. There is no unifying theme beside maybe the language, and some of them don't even have that. They basically tried to create this identity as Persian mm. because they were against all they were racist against all the ethnicities. <laughs> so just like, oh yeah, those are Turks, those are Arabs, we are Persians. It's like, no, there's nothing. There's nothing in common. We're just Iranians, we're just there. Amazing. Most people's
0: view of Iran comes from twenty-four hour news channels.
1: States like these
0: and their terrorist allies constitute an axis of evil arming to threaten the peace of the world googling iran is quite a rabbit hole of negativity especially when it comes to the phrase most associated with the country and it's it's not a nice word death to america (laughs) question mark mark
2: bear america 100 (laughs) percent but it is, that is like the, the <laughs> phrase that people think of, isn't it?
1: It is. It's
0: the phrase that a lot of people Googling Iran think of.
1: Yeah. So I've taught that to most of my American and British friends here. You've how taught how to pronounce them, how to, them it? how to say that in Persian. Let's do it. Mark Bar-Amrika. Wow, too fast. Mark, Mark. Bar-Amrika. Bar. Amrika. Yeah.
2: So the phrase, which is one of the most returned phrases in search results about Iran, turns out...
1: It's a mistranslation. The technical translation is not actually death, it's down with. Oh. yeah. Well, that's it's a, a it's big so difference. It's so lame. Like, <laughs> it just loses all its like, it just power. It does lose
2: a lot of power, but it's yeah, a very different thing. It's very different, yeah.
1: <laughs> so where did the phrase come from? The previous, re- Ancien Regime, the monarchy before revolution, was very close to the U.S. government, especially to the Republican ones. This Im- image was created that Iran is a client state of the U.S. Aha. Uh-huh. They basically equated Iranian monarchy and all its flaws yeah. with the U.S. government that, as well. Like, the popular feeling was that, that these two go together. So it became a rallying cry of the revolution to be against the U.S. and be against the king as well. So it's, it's something that came down from, from your parents' generation that's when the hatred towards the US became a mainstream part of opposing monarchy and just political thought.
2: So our thought in the West is that Iran is fraught with war, but with Suhail, we know he loves his food. And we discovered that the biggest fight in Iran is actually over one particular dish. It's crispy rice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would kill people over that. <laughs> It's true. Yes, I like, go. Yes, it's true. <laughs> we win. <laughs> yeah, so imagine like we are very close with our cousins and like uncles and aunts. Yeah. So a uh, party of like 20 people, yeah. all of them uncles, aunts, and cousins, is very normal. Right. That thing, crispy rice, is called tahdig, which means bottom of the pot. Oh,
2: oh, I know what you're talking about. It's mm. oh. so very
1: simple, not very simple, but it's kind of close to Sucarrat in Catalonia. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a burnt bottom. You have to burn it, and it's just so fucking good. Oh. Yeah. Oh.
2: Um, so it's long-grain rice.
1: There's no other kind of rice. All right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you reach the
1: bottom, then what, like a fight breaks out? A dish comes that has all the tahdig, all the oh. bottom of the pot. And then it depends where you are sitting on the table right. or on the ground, and if you are at the end, at the other end. No, no chance. You're not going to get anything. Oh no! You're going to get maybe like a small, like two centimeter thing. You're just going to get tears. Yeah, you can just like I don't know, cry yourself to sleep.
0: But <laughs> so yeah. the fights come before the pot is even placed. I mean, on when table you are
1: positioning, <laughs> <laughs> when you're a kid. You fight. (laughs) You go and take your thing, what what belongs to you. climb over and rip the rice
2: out of people's hands.
0: The country of Iran is beautiful. Just look at pictures of Isfahan, Sohail's hometown. Maybe check out the Karim Khan Castle, Badabi Sirt Springs, the Iran Botanical Gardens, hundreds of natural pools, The largest lake in the Middle East, 14 volcanoes, and a 900-kilometer-long forest to the north. The place is varied and stunning.
2: It also has Persepolis, the Palace of the King of Kings, the world's biggest salt cave, and the Tashkush Burning Hill, which is constantly on fire because of leaking natural gas online there is a mountain of incredible reviews of iran from thousands and thousands of travelers who have had their expectations destroyed not only that they are unanimously surprised by the kind generous and caring iranians
0: how does all of this stuff in the news like the kind of the banner headlines of what people think about iran how does it translate for americans visiting in
2: iran are they in are there americans visiting iran
1: (laughs) yeah Like the sentiment, the general sentiment is not against the the American people. Right. A lot of people actually love and admire and adore white tourists. So if you are from the U.S. and they were like, oh, yeah, Trump's strong. Like, no, don't say that. (laughs) But they do those kind of stuff. But maybe they don't like the government. But the people, I doubt there will be a lot of like negative sentiment among the people seeing Americans in Iraq. There's also this strange view
0: we found about Iranians living in their own little bubble, disinterested with the West, uncaring about the ways of the world outside their country. So we asked Soheil if there was any
1: truth in this at all. Do you know Daily Show? Yes, I've when heard it of was it. with Jon Stewart, um, they sent Jason Jones to Iran, and okay. he asked some like shop owner about U.S. politics, and that dude started naming all the U.S. presidents. From like Obama, Bush, Clinton. And like you see that this dude knows all of them. Saying <laughs> saying, yeah, it's, it was Carter. And before Carter, it was not Nixon. The other one, the Ford, Ford. And it was Nixon. <laughs> and was like, Calm on. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, that's the sentiment. Like they know a lot of that. They care about the U.S. Also, globalization means that everyone follows U.S. politics as well.
0: Of course. It's actually funny. It's one thing I found online was like it was basically about how Iranian people are so involved in what's going on with the with the rest of the world because of their very 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 recent history and well last 100 years of history they know everything about what's going on.
1: I'm on Twitter every day. I'm addicted to Twitter. I'm I have another account for my Persian sphere. Right. And you see deep conversation, not not deep deep, yeah, but like So Alabama is having a Senate race. Amazing. So what's the relation between Jeff Sessions and I don't know, whatever... That's incredible. It's so weird, so strange. (laughs) Like, I just want to wake up one day and not see any of (laughs)
0: that. Iran follows politics like, you know, some Americans follow, like, the Premier
2: League. Just imagine a a, a Twitter, like, channel where they're, like, going into local Iranian (laughs) politics trying to figure out, like, which council member is going to be representing, you know, the uh, nationalistic view versus the Arabist view. In misinformation, asking the tough questions really means
0: asking the stupid ones. So given Iran's oppressive M.O. in the tabloids, surely social media is a no-no there, right? Instagram is the only
1: social network in Iran. Lie. Instagram is very big. Twitter is also big. Pinterest is very big. Really? Pinterest
2: is a dark horse. I mean, I had one and then I got a little crazy and then I gave it up because I was like, this is not good
1: I still don't understand understand what's the point of it.
2: Okay, so this is a section in Misinformation, Iran, where I defend Pinterest. (laughs) Which is a thing I never thought I would have to do. Pinterest allows you, if you're an image, (laughs) shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up and listen to me. You went into, like, full board meeting. Absolutely. This is very serious. If you're an image fetishist, it allows you to collect all these things into... uh, Folders, so I can, all of my weird animal pictures, I can, or, shut up, I can <laughs> organize, folder. it is, it is a very large folder, yeah. um, my folder of like moody motel images, <laughs> <laughs> clearly most people are not using Pinterest in this way, but it's, it's, uh, it's very useful, yeah. This is
0: misinformation, Andres. I
2: know. <laughs> Another thing that's high on the Google list... That's Iran's oppression of women.
0: Women in Iran are oppressed. Yes.
1: Oh, wow. I mean, is there anyone who could say no? <laughs> people would say that, but it's just stupid.
0: Uh, yeah. I was reading, you know, um, numbers of women in universities, numbers of women in STEM fields. is like crazy, crazy, crazy
1: high. Yeah, I know. Majority of people in universities are women. and That's interesting. Because men are doing just other jobs, or what are you? What are you saying? I assume so. I don't know. I remember the the in our welcome to my bachelor degree. Like God, how many years ago? Um, <laughs> Notice the, he didn't say the years. <laughs> I know. Uh, the dean of the director of the university came and said that this year they had accepted seventy two percent women and twenty seven percent men. There are degrees that if you go to, it's like three men and maybe like 45 women in one class. But then the teacher's a man? A lot of them are, but uh, it's changing as well because more women are getting the degrees and coming to universities.
2: From having such a huge population of uh, university-educated women, is the country
1: changing because of that? I mean, the country is changing along with that, but it's in different levels, like everything, every field, every aspect of it. I think a woman's um, share of workforce... Yeah hasn't grown that much in the last like 20 years. It's less than twenty percent. Wow. So seventy percent of students, twenty percent of workers. Something like that. Female unemployment <laughs> is too damn high.
2: <laughs> <laughs> as, uh, That's a headline.
1: Yeah. So Hale's right. On
0: average, Iranian women make up more than sixty percent of the country's universities, but as little as sixteen of the country's workforce. The opportunity to learn is there and is encouraged. But the discrimination is still there when hiring. For women, working in Iran remains a desert.
2: It is slowly getting financially better for women in some public sectors of the workforce. But Iran is one of the only few countries that have not signed the CEDAW. That is the UN law on the elimination of all forms of discrimination against women.
0: The other countries who haven't signed? Nauru, Palau, Somalia... Sudan, Tonga, and the United States of America. Something to think about.
2: So we'll be back after this short break with, get this, Iranian food, fighting over the bill, weird shampoo flavors, and much, much more. Hi, everyone. Circa's recruiting new concierges. A Circa concierge is a friend to ask anywhere in the world. Real people, on the ground, never bots. If you want to be a concierge for your city, go to circatravel.com to sign up. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could
0: stay here forever.
2: Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.
0: Iran's food is not often discussed. Well, we discovered some pretty damn incredible plates of food. And we asked Suhail, what is it? Have you tried it? Is it good? Destroying the Persian language in the process. What is it? Have you tried it? Is it good? Okay. Go ahead.
1: Kale Pache. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Am I I close? uh, uh, Kale Pache. Kale Kale is head. Pache is toe. (laughs) Kale Pache is basically... (laughs) Head toe. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We cook the whole body of a sheep. Whoa. From the head and the skeleton. But like boiled? Yeah, but like overnight, like twelve hours or something. Twelve it's hours of boiling an crazy. entire sheep. We first chop it down and then put every part together. It looks staggering. It, like and in it, in a good way a and lot a bad of people way. With, yeah, in a bad way. <laughs> um, it includes various parts from the tongue which is that could be good. super good. Yeah. To the eyes, which imagine chewing on that. To the brain, which is very crispy in a way it's a big party like it needs a lot of people to like cook that right sirabi 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 is part of calipache sirabi is um, tripe yeah the tripe yeah it looks like a towel <laughs> 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 I've never had it because. It usually does. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. You've seen it? <laughs> yeah. It looks I've like a towel. never had it, <laughs> it but. Like m- someone dropped a towel <laughs> on the bathroom floor. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like it's disgusting. But a cousin of mine who once tried it yeah. explained that it also tastes like a towel. <laughs> <laughs> Dello glove. Golve. I guess it would be go- uh, Golve.
2: Golve? Golve? I'm going English. Do you know what that one is? of you
1: was correcter than the other one del is heart is kidneys ah heart kidney
2: you got the names are very straight to
1: the point you yeah, know where you're going to yeah, get yeah. Can, I have but, some,
0: can i have a heart kidney i want some,
1: <laughs> i want some head um, toe. But <laughs> like there's a jigar as well like it's del golve jigar and um, these a cup these are flame cooked grilled yeah and it's so fucking kahu sekanjebini it's kahu sekanjebin ah right. Oh, no, right. right right so, right. so, so kahu is lettuce Okay. Saikanjibin like is this um, sweet, sweet, very sweet liquid. i describe, <laughs> oh. I don't know what it comes from. And you just use the lettuce as like a dip into oh, that.
2: That sounds really good. So good. That sounds, sounds really good. Hot, hot,
1: gare, gare gurut? Oh, God. Gare gurut. God, how can I describe that? It's just like a sour thing, sour delicacy. Okay. That apparently, if you eat too much of, you faint. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, God. I I mean, is it a a drug? No, but uh, we have it as a delicacy, like sometimes, like randomly, instead of like having a candy, like a bit of kararut. And then a little sleep and faint. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, like, I took a big bite of it in the street and. One friend just shouted, Don't do that, you're gonna like <laughs> die or faint or whatever. I didn't. But apparently you do.
2: Okay. And then we hit on a dish from Suhail's home city of Isfahan.
0: Duke and Gushfield.
2: <laughs> Duke and gushfil, Duke and Gush. <laughs> <and Goucheville>.
1: God and <laughs> How how um, close? Oh Durba Dor Dour is dour, um, like is dour, <laughs> <laughs> Like um, so I've imagined like, I've been imagining all the things you might ask me. You didn't think we were going we would go. Never here? Never in my dream no never in my nightmares I would have like thought about Dur Gushville. It's from one city and one city alone. Okay. It's a stain. On that city <laughs> oh, It's Esfahan
2: no. Wow you've done it very well It's wow. from Esfahan So You've gone straight to the heart It's
1: like So Dur is Yogurt, water, and salt So yeah. it's sour And Gushfil is just Sweet thing Sweet, sweet So you mix these two For no fucking reason <laughs> So ask from anyone Who's not from Esfahan What they think about Dur or Gushfil They might punch you <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just like It's No Just don't mix these two <laughs> Havij Bastani. Bastani 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 is ice cream Havij okay. is carrot Oh, Carrot ice cream Yeah Sounds alright You just liquefy uh, some carrot uh-huh. And put it into ice cream Mix it with ice cream Oh okay So it's not carrot ice cream It's yeah. carrot blended into ice cream Yeah One of my uncles is old, Like every day in the summer Has that basically So it's like you wake up, eight wake th- up 8.30 a.m., and he's blending <laughs> carrots. Barre
2: Tudeli, Tudeli, to Delhi. I
0: don't have
2: faintest idea what that is. I'll
0: give you a hint. It's not yet in this world.
2: Huh? It's a, an unborn sheep fetus.
1: I... Oh, that's Tudeli. <laughs> uh, no... <laughs> Another
0: thing we found while trolling the internet is that many pieces of news and even official government documents confuse Iran with Iraq. Or weirder still, dub Iran a
1: tiny country. Because they are tiny, right? Fuck no. <laughs> Iran is, I think, bigger than Spain and France and Germany combined. That's nearly three times the size of Texas. It's 1,648,195 kilometer square kilometers squares. <laughs> that sounds like a lot. We had to memorize that in school. That's why I know it. It doesn't show it. It's grower. It's a show. It's a gr- grower, not a show. Um,
2: God. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> so, number 10. Iran hates tables and chairs.
1: Uh, (laughs) So, God, how do I explain that? We didn't have a lot of that until very recently. It was not common to sit on a chair or table to eat. Obvious question, but where does it come from? I'm going to just generalize here. I think it came from the West to be on a chair. Basically because of satellite TV propagation of TV series American TV series like, like Friends Friends fuck Friends but <laughs> exactly Friends I went straight to the source yeah it's yeah, so like you see a lot of tweets about Friends in Persian <laughs> I'm like maybe don't guys that's just not re- cool re- watching Friends
2: shows. for the 19th time uh, I've done that
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> this yeah this kind of flies in the face of death to America yeah
1: a lot of thinking that we should be like Americans because they are the top they are the Best country in the world. Mm. It's like a dream to be like them. So, like, it's, like if you so nuclear deal, Iran signed it a few years ago with the US, UK, and like all the permanent members of uh, UNSC. This is the Obama era, uh, two thousand fourteen or two thousand fifteen, People in Tehr- some people in Tehran again they went into the street to um, celebrate that. Okay, and there is a famous photo in New York Times, I think. There is a guy with like that brand from New York, I love New York, and it's, I love U.S. And some people chanted, bye-bye Falafel, welcome McDonough. (laughs)
2: That sounds Uh, like like a Dave Chappelle sketch.
0: (laughs) You see, capitalism and the West are welcome in Iran.
2: Iran's coffee shop boom and shopping in general are growing. And as we love to do here at Passport, we found some very odd products. But we found something which we quickly became obsessed with. Shampoo flavors. Garlic flavored shampoo and or carrot and egg flavored shampoo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Always go with garlic. (laughs) Uh, I started my master's studies in Tehran. And so I went to the first pharmacy close to my dorm, Uh and it was a garlic-flavored shampoo (laughs) that they offered me. (laughs) I bought it, and I still remember the shape (laughs) of the bottle. Did you
2: smell Ah, nice? Uh, Yeah. It It doesn't
0: smell. It doesn't smell like... Constantly smelling like you were just about to cook something. (laughs) I would love that. (laughs) There's an old joke, which is like, you know, the perfect-smelling person smells like a bacon sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) So from things that should be banned and are not to things that are banned and should not be.
2: Musical instruments are banned on television. They are not
1: banned on TV. They just never show them. <laughs> <laughs> Legally, it's not banned. Okay. Technically, it's banned. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what's the what's
2: the problem? It's what's just
1: it? so stupid. Like, yeah, well, um, what's going so, on? Maybe 20 years ago or something. They were just showing like normal, like whatever. Some people playing a guitar and. But then somehow someone like decided, oops, not anymore. It's we've been doing bad. The whole culture (laughs) war thing in Iran is just super weird. Like (laughs) things become like issues and like uh, people start like digging trenches over them. Right. That no one gives a shit about. (laughs) Right. They love pineapple. Fucking no pineapples now. Ban pineapple from today. (laughs) And if anyone wants pineapples, He's a spy from the U.S. (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: So once again, nuance, people, nuance. We did have some basic do's and don'ts questions when going to Iran. Here is a little speed round for you which should clear a few things up about the cultural etiquette of the place. I'm going to Iran. I shouldn't talk about politics. Always talk about politics.
0: Don't show public displays of affection.
1: It's against the um, uh, morality laws and stuff. Uh, if you kiss from someone from the other gender, anywhere... Anywhere? On the knee? Don't do that anywhere. <laughs> not, not even here. They could jail you for that. Wow. I'm going to Iran.
2: I shouldn't bring or drink alcohol.
1: You will drink alcohol. Okay. You sh- Apparently, you sh- uh, it's safer not to bring it. Okay. I know people who have brought it, like t- took it there inside their like luggage, normal luggage. Yeah. But alcohol is super banned. But a lot of people now consume it and produce wine by themselves. Their recent trend apparently. When I came to Spain, it was not that normal. Now apparently it's very normal to do that.
0: Don't ever say Arabian Gulf or the Gulf.
1: Never say Arabian Gulf. It's wrong, basically. The Gulf is just weird. It's like, (laughs) which Gulf? (laughs) But the official name is Persian Gulf in all the international treaties and whatever. It became a very heated issue a few years ago when National Geographic printed a map and put it in English, Arabian Gulf, Mm. and it hurt Persian nationalism and Iranian nationalism in general. And it just became a stupid issue again. Like, it's a stupid culture war and, like, nationalistic issue at the same time. But it's just. (laughs) (laughs) I
2: shouldn't shake hands with members of the opposite sex in public.
1: It used to be like that. Not anymore. For religious women, it's, of course, a no-go. They wouldn't shake your hand. They wouldn't shake my hand. Yeah. Yeah. They would let you kiss them on the knee, though. (laughs) To be fair,
2: most women won't let me shake their hand. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give the thumbs up.
1: Yeah, I never do that. It's really? It's the same as middle finger. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: So I, if I want to insult someone, I'm like this? How do Show I do
1: it? thumbs up, yeah. Oh, wow. But again, because of the US, it's being changed into something. Oh, yeah, some, it's cool, whatever. It means, like, good luck or something. But, like, yeah, I've been beaten because I showed that to someone. Like, seriously? I, I meant it as an insult, yeah. And then you, you got your ass beat. I didn't get my ass beat. I just said I got beaten. Okay. <laughs> I beat back,
2: but yeah. I shouldn't blow my nose if I'm in Iran.
1: Shouldn't do that anywhere. <laughs> I like, so I came to Spain. I went to the flat that I had rented. I went out to call my parents. Yeah. And like less than a minute after, someone from the other side of the street blew their nose and I was like, I want to go back to Iran now. <laughs>
2: Just depressed. (laughs) It's like,
1: So depressing.
0: Oh, my God. I've got
2: to be so careful
0: around you for for the rest of our...
2: (laughs) I had no idea. God, yeah.
0: With all of these rules in mind, Iran feels like a place on edge. So our 11th question of the day. Iran is incredibly dangerous. Yeah. Just go to
1: Iran. It's just like, God, come on. I know so many people who went there by themselves without... Not even one word of Persian or any other language from inside the country. And they were okay. (laughs) They managed. (laughs) They didn't have, they didn't find any troubles. I just go there. And people are friendly. People are very friendly. Too much, I'd say. (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta be nice to everyone.
0: (laughs) Lastly, we wanted to know something that a friend had told us about the country. And it's something that I'm familiar with with certain nations. The absolute and often very sneaky need to pay for every meal, taxi, drink, everything. Apparently, this is the second biggest fight you can have in Iran.
1: Who pays? I hate it. Like, the main tenet of being Iranian that I hate is this. How does it go? So people want to split it to the... Oh, to no, the, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. people want to pay. Everyone wants to pay oh, all there the we time. Go. There we go. Oh, no, 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 no. Let me pay. Let me pay. Let me pay. <laughs> Let me pay. Oh, no. I, it dishonors my father's grave <laughs> if you pay. And on the other side, it's like, I don't know, it dishonors my ancestors or something. Yeah, it's like, even when you're in a cab. Oh, wow. Like, the taxi driver usually says, like, when you say how much it is, the answer is usually, ah, no worries that's a custom like you have they have to say no worries or something like it's whatever and and then you have to insist oh no please (laughs) it's inviting who's the better man yeah my god and it's like I say how much the the cab driver oh no worries and I say oh no please and they say seriously (laughs) no worries and I say okay please yeah. <laughs> pretty please and they say okay 10 euros and they say okay here it is sorry I just have 9.9 9 euros and they say this is unacceptable
2: <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to the end of misinformation we always like to ask our guests about
1: the pride they feel for their country are
0: you proud to be Iranian
1: yeah why it's one of the few countries that was not colonized. It's got a lot of diversity inside from different cultures, from different ethnicities, different languages, different everything. And I'm kind of proud that I'm like actually from there. and I could experience most of them because I'm from there and because I speak that language. I have access to a lot of treasures of like poetry, literature and stuff in Dufil
0: It's always interesting to know how they deal with these stereotypes. We asked Suhail, and his answer was nothing short of incredible.
2: The way we kind of define countries now based on headlines and things like that, you know, Iran gets a lot of just a lot of bad rap. And there's none, none, no nuance. What's that experience like, seeing that?
1: So there's a scene in the Avengers movie. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is not where I thought we were going. They're fighting with, I think, Chitaris and. Captain America tells Hulk, or Uh Bruce Banner says, bring out the angry side or something like that. And Bruce Banner turns to him while walking towards this massive thing, massive threat. He just turns to Captain America and says, that's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. (laughs) And then turns to Hulk and smashes. (laughs) And I'm always angry. (laughs) So far... Scotland
2: and Iceland, our previous misinformation episodes, showed that the ignorance about these places is usually light, fun, you know, name-calling. Well, that's not the case with
1: Iran. I'm also a journalist. From time to time, I write pieces, and I have to deal with Western editors of Western media. Yeah. Sometimes it's not a good experience. Sure. Iran is somehow the only country that is bad in the world. Somehow Iran is the only country that is ruled by religion, Mm. which is not true. Like a lot of other countries are like that. Iran is the only country that is not democratic in the Middle East, which is like, come on. But it's just easily dismissed, not just in the media, but even in political science books, because the political scientists do not read Persian or any other language from that area. And yeah, it's just constant barrage of... Fuck that country.
0: So Hale is an outgoing, talkative, forward-thinking, kind, and incredibly smart man. But he has a very different relationship to the misinformation on his country. It's constant, intense, sometimes unfriendly. And it's 24-7. But that doesn't mean he has
2: no sense of humor about it. So you find yourself in a position where you're defending, arguing, you're an advocate? Like, how do you see in your In a lot role?
1: of cases, I just ignore because it's just tiring. Right. It's, you don't want to tear your pants. Yeah, I don't have those pants that Stark built for Hulk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's just like... If you want to do that, you have to do it every day for twenty four hours. I'm like <laughs> no I love it I, because I,
2: if there's one thing that misinformation should be
1: yes, yeah, it's this <laughs> it, no
2: it,
0: it really is after Scotland and after Iceland, the conversation suddenly feels much more real, much more hulk ish <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, because it is, you know, the the opinions of a place like Scotland or like Iceland is generally it? benign. Yeah, benign, happy, fluffy.
1: Drinking, Yeah, guilty. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, is, it, is, it, is a part of it the misrepresentation of Iran? Is it because it's just too fucking complicated to be nuanced about it?
1: No one wants to colonize Iceland now. Uh, the last time that Scotland was threatened with war? was probably like 200 years ago, 300 years ago, before the Acts of Union. Yeah. The last time that Iran was threatened to war was probably like two Four, hours ago. 4 PM, I was going <laughs> to yeah. say,
2: like 4 p.m.
1: And it's not like that in Europe. It's very different when you want to criticize a government in Iceland than when you're talking about a government in know, Lebanon or Kuwait or Qatar or Iran or whatever. The contemporary history, the very recent history in these countries is just so hard to read and not get mad Mm. and not be Hulk.
2: So after all of the questions and all of Suhail's wonderful, exasperated answers, according to the judges here at Passport, it's no surprise really that the Google worldwide view of Iran is about 25% Correct. Being Iranian must sometimes be a heavy one when traveling and meeting people because the world knows your country for really, really short-sighted reasons.
0: Sohail told us he's been asked many times by many people. He has just met if all Iranians are terrorists. Sohail Janasari is not a terrorist. He is Hulk, and Hulk smash good. How do you think we did? Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, you were not bad. I mean, (laughs) you, I mean... You're um, very kind. You are white. I understand it. Like, you are, by definition, going to, like, fail. We're coming in a uh,
2: very low level.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't get mad at any time. That's good. In this conversation, so I'm going to pass. All right, awesome. We got a C, I think.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Can you give us... A really good phrase.
1: Bar <laughs> Which means soil be on your head. Ooh. Wow. And it's like a very low level insult.
2: Well, that's that's an ending. Soil be on your head Soil be on your head. Right yeah. in your right in your head. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Oh man, what a trip. All right. in case you didn't catch it the first few times.
0: (laughs) This week's saved pins are some of Sohail's favorite experiences from all over Iran.
2: Let's do it. Number one, Mount Sofe. This easy-to-hike mountain overlooking Isfahan is one of Sohail's favorite spots overlooking the city. He used to hike there every Friday morning and think about the city that comes alive below, with Isfahan's ambiance as the background music.
0: Number two, the Abadan refinery. Sohail's grandfather migrated there looking for work at the city's refinery on the western border with Iraq. There, he took part in labor strikes and political acts in the 1940s. The workers played a vital role in Iran's oil nationalization movement a few years later and in the 1979 revolution. Abadan was under heavy attacks by Iraq during the Iran-Iraq War of the 1980s, but it endured and is there today.
2: Number three is Azadi Stadium. Inaugurated half a century ago to host the 1974 Asian Games, the Azadi in the name means freedom. When the Iranian national team is playing against one of the traditional rivals or Tehran's popular clubs play important matches in the Asian Champions League, you can expect almost 100,000 fans cheering in the stadium. Sohail told us, the experience is unlike any other I've had. If your team is not a failure, it's 90 straight minutes of goosebumps.
0: Number four, Shomal. This is where the southern rim of the Caspian Sea meets the absolutely fantastic Alborz mountain range. The towns formed there are basically surrounded by forests and mountains and the sea. And that's why Suhail loves it. The fish markets, the gruff men sitting in tea houses. It's the difference between the close-knit lifestyle of a fertile agricultural land and the arid deserts and cold mountains. Beautiful.
2: Lastly, Janoub. Janoub means south, and many Iranians use Janoub to describe and equate everything from Chabahar, a port on the Indian Ocean bordering Pakistan, to Abadan, a port on the northwestern side of the Persian Gulf bordering Iraq. This is an almost 2,000-kilometer route from southeast to the southwest, or the west, which hosts various ethnicities, languages, subcultures, etc. If you want to see the mix of people in Iran, this is the route to take. There's Portuguese forts, spicy Indian-influenced food, amazing fish captured in the Persian Gulf and the Sea of Oman, and rhythmic Afrobeat-like music, and hot, really hot, humid weather. If
0: you like what you hear today, be sure to go and subscribe to Passport anywhere you get your
2: podcasts. You can visit us at FrequencyMachine.com and we're on social media at Passport Podcast.
0: This week's episode of Passport was written, produced, and edited by me and Andres Bartos. Huge thanks to Sohel Janassari for helping us make the show. Go and follow him on Twitter, at SoJanasari. S-O-J-A-N-N-E-S-S-A-R-I. We'll have all of Sohel's details in the show notes if you want to check out some of his writing and more. Our theme music is by the Incredible Nick Turner, with additional stuff by Off The Menu... Albino Pines Oracle, and Alexandra Hampton. The show is mixed and mastered by Julian Kozneski. Stacey Book, Dominic Ferrari, and Abby Glajanski are partial to a little of the old head-toe. They also executive produced the show, which is hosted by myself and a man who has everything in the correct folder on his Pinterest profile, Andres Bartos.
2: We'll
0: see you in the next place.